0: Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back Big stories and even bigger guests. This is the Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network. So glad you're making us part of your Sunday as we head toward uh, Tuesday. I read a column earlier in the week by Tyler Durden in uh, ZeroHedge.com. And the headline was Clinton Foundation is Charity Fraud of Epic Proportions, quote, end quote, analyst charges in stunning takedown. Now, the analyst is Charles Ortel. And uh, he is a Wall Street analyst who uncovered the financial discrepancies at General Electric before the company's stock crash in 2008. And the Sunday Times of London describes Mr. Ortel as, quote, one of the finest analysts of financial statements on the planet. Now, um, Charles Ortel deconstructed the Clinton Foundation and declares it to be entirely corrupt. In February 2015, he wrote, quote, Clinton Foundation entities are part of a network that has defrauded donors and created illegal private gains of approximately one hundred billion dollars in combined magnitude and possibly more since 23 October 1997. end quote. Charles, thank you for joining us. I, I read the column. I read that. I read that statement, and it's. I, it was one of those oh my god moments.
1: Well, thanks for, so much for having me on. Yeah, yeah.
0: It's, it's it's good to talk to you, and and we've we've heard a lot, and a lot has been said, or particularly over the last weeks about the. Play for pay situation that supposedly existed between Hillary Clinton and the State Department um, and the Clinton Foundation, if, if you wanted to um, if you wanted to meet with her, you had to make a contribution to the Clinton Foundation and that's being investigated. So I want to talk to you about all of that. But if you would share with us a little bit about yourself professionally first, give us a bit of an idea of who you are.
1: Well, thanks so much. Yeah, I uh, got out of Harvard Business School in 1980. And had a career as a banker. I ran a large merger and acquisition and investment firm. And I was fortunate to be able to retire in 2002 at the age of 46. Uh, Since then, I've been doing a lot of work with my family. And more recently, in 2007, I began warning my friends of the credit crisis, and structural crisis that I see ongoing and unresolved around the world. Uh, And I got into the Clinton Foundation thing because I like examining complex matters of my friends were saying to me that they liked what they heard about the Clinton Foundation but couldn't actually figure out what they were doing.
0: Well, it's interesting. Uh, I mean, the more I read about it, and I don't know very much about these things, uh, so it's all very very new to me. But as I was reading more and more in uh, Mr. Durden's article uh, about you and what you've investigated and what you found and you, uh, what you're putting on your website, the more I, I thought, this is such a, a cleverly... Um, conceived and concealed um, program that the Clintons have put in place, uh, this this foundation. Uh, Am I close?
1: Well, yeah. I mean, like GE and like some of these other very large matters, which in theory are regulated, when you get involved with a gigantic mess, the general public suspends uh, willing disbelief and, and goes down a path of saying, well, you know, huge. It's all over the world. It's by a former president and maybe a future president. It couldn't possibly be as bad as it looks. And uh, in this case, what you have down here is you have a former president milking the Rolodex he created with his wife in public, quote, service, being emulated, frankly, by leaders in your country, in Canada, in Norway, in France, in England, in Australia, around the world. Former presidents have a tough time paying their bills when they get out of office, and they certainly can't fly around and gigantic, you know, corporate jets and state presidential suites on the salaries of uh, whatever they get their retirement pensions.
0: And uh, Mrs. Clinton talked about them being broke at the end of the 8 years in power for her husband um and and so so now they have this enor- enormous amount of money and this uh, this foundation which is bringing in an enormous amounts of money. And um, in order to meet that personal get that personal meeting with Hillary Clinton in the play for pay, you had to make large contributions to the foundation, like in millions of dollars. I understand the King of Morocco paid, I think it was six million for a phone call, which may have been with Bill Clinton. So how does this all work? Can you deconstruct it for us? And in layman's terminology, tell us what's going on.
1: All right. Well, simply put, with a charity in in our country, and frankly in your country, you stand in the shoes of government. You're not allowed to engage in any illegal activities. It sounds great on paper, but the regulatory uh, group that might regulate a Canadian charity operating internationally, or this U.S. charity operating internationally, doesn't have the teeth, and the firepower, and apparently the will to look inside and figure out just how crooked and how cooked these books are but somebody who has experience looking at financial statements who understands the rules and the laws can see for yourself this has never been audited it's never had independent trustees there are all kinds of huge discrepancies between what your government says it sent to this charity and what this charity claims it got uh... and not just your government australia many other places massive in some cases hundreds of millions of dollars of discrepancies uh, between donor amounts and clinton disclosures and uh... You know it's just it's a in some ways it's a perfect fraud because uh when you get involved as they have with these natural disasters your the people of Canada have been very generous they thought sending money towards Bill Clinton sure to help in Haiti, but nobody really knows whatever happened to that money because there isn't an international regulator who can say listen you know uh, to the u n and the other- uh, and to your your various governments can say you know. You have to tell us what actually happened. And Bill in Haiti, with the former prime minister of Haiti, has categorically refused to provide any visibility into the billions of dollars that were sent towards that thing.
0: So how do they how do they get away with this? I mean, they've got the IRS, which is un- supposedly there to investigate any potential tax frauds. How how do they get away with it? Is it just the power of uh, The the presidency or the former presidency that helps you get away with this sort of thing?
1: Well, I think they figured out. There's a great author named Jeff Gerth, who's actually a friend of mine, who wrote a book about the Clintons. And years ago, he said they had a 20-year plan. The first bill would go in, and then there'd be a, a brief rest, and then Hillary would go in. And then he expanded and said that Chelsea would go in. When you look at our government and perhaps your government, the regulatory apparatus is thin. Somebody has to decide... To refer a case for prosecution, somebody else has to decide should it be prosecuted. If you control those people, whether you're president or not, you have enormous power. And we saw in the Lois Lerner case where Lois Lerner targeted in 2010 with the Department of Justice almost exclusively conservative groups. When you go through the real facts uh, and let the Clinton Foundation off the hook, just at a time when the Clinton Foundation was imploding. I mean, it was it was in disaster shape in 2007, 8, 9. By 10, it should have been shut down then, but no, they didn't do that. Yeah,
0: and I suppose if you were to be the investigator or the litigator on the public payroll who was going to publicly take them on, you might be committing professional suicide. If, you're, if, you, if you stay uh, exposed alone and you're up against the machine, the machine will take you down.
1: Exactly, and this is why I'm so grateful to be on your show, and and to have had the the privilege over the last several months to talk to people around the world. The eyes of the world are on this charity, as they should be, because Barack Obama, when he leaves, has already announced and established, you know, a replica charity that has loose controls, that has not made its filings properly, uh, and that has to now go and raise half a billion, seven hundred million dollars, to set up a new complex in Chicago. Um, and we don't yet know whether Michelle truly will never run for office again. So you could have a mirror image of the Clinton Foundation uh, doing just what Bill and Hillary have done uh, in the un- unwelcome scenario that Hillary escapes prosecution and becomes president.
0: And if people think uh, you're the only person who is investigating them, uh, they should know that, uh, and this again Mr. Durden's uh, piece, the Clinton Foundation was on a watch list for problematic nonprofit organizations since 2015. The Sunlight Foundation has accused the Clintons, or at least the foundation, of operating like a slush fund for the Clintons. So they're they're being uh, they're being observed now. Um, does this then mean, by extension, Charles, that legitimate donors—I mean, you, you talked about the Canadians and and others globally who saw the horror of the uh, of, of of Haiti and wanted to help and did help—and so they delivered money to the Clinton Foundation. Does this mean that the people who who uh, who may have delivered money are, are somehow on the hook for taxes if they claimed um, a contribution to the foundation?
1: Absolutely. I mean, I don't know Canadian law as well as your listeners might, but I understand that a, a charity in, can, in Canada that makes a donation to a U.S. operation better make sure that, A, the Canadian charity is authorized for the purpose in which it wants to send money, and also that the recipient, the Clinton Foundation, is properly authorized. A man named Frank Juster made a bunch, it's reported, of contributions through, from Canada into the U.S. at a time when the Clinton Foundation was not properly organized. So I believe Mr. Joostra and his various organizations, the Radcliffe Foundation, may have potential um, tax liabilities in Canada, in the U.S., and around the world.
0: Um, I want to read something (laughs) that I uh, I underscored, and uh, I I read it earlier, and it's this is just what, and it's in bold print in uh, Mr. Dryden's column, um, Mr. Durden's column. His stunning summary that this would be you quote. An educated guess based on ongoing analysis of the public record begun in February 2015 is that the Clinton Foundation entities are a part of a network that has defrauded donors and created illegal private gains of approximately $100 billion in combined magnitude and possibly more since 23 October 1997. That is staggering.
1: Well, I'm about to make it more staggering, because since, I, since that was written, a lot more information has come out, and particularly least recently with WikiLeaks, about a lot more allied affiliates, more frauds, more legal private gain. The correct uh, decimal point or, or, or amount to be thinking about here is in the trillions, plural.
0: How trillions. Does
1: that, I mean, how, not does, b- billions, how, does, trillions. how
0: does that happen?
1: Well, because, you see, what the Clintons have figured out is that America has such a prominent role in all these multilateral organizations. We exercise influence over the International Finance Corporation, the World Bank, all these different things. You give money to, a, to an American president like the Clintons, and the team around the Clintons, the Doug Bands, the various names that have been mentioned, can then unlock the spigots of the World Health Organization, a global fund here and there, not to mention the stimulus plans inside our country, and through alliances with some of these foreign leaders who go off and emulate the Clintons, the equivalent in Australia and the UK and France, et cetera. So when you start thinking about that and then look at how much money the donors to the Clinton Foundation are making off this, but not tying into the Clinton Foundation books as they should, that's how you get very rapidly into the trillions.
0: They're not coming after you, are they?
1: Well, um, you know, I I hope not. Uh, You know, I did take the precaution months ago when I started this of sharing this work broadly with many uh, investigative journalists. I'm not an investigative journalist. I'm just a private investor who doesn't mind writing. And speaking on the radio and TV, but there are a whole, there's a pack, I would say, of very serious people on this around the world, and they're not going away.
0: Am I even in the ballpark uh, by thinking Ponzi scheme?
1: Absolutely. This is this is Madoff in Charity Land. If you think about um, Mr. Madoff, Bernie Madoff, yeah, um, he he used a bucket shop accounting firm that turned out it was cooking the books. Over a strip mall, very similar to the one that was using that it originally was in on this thing. Bkd, it's not a bucket shop, but it's a small firm with no, limited international capabilities. And uh, you know, he sold a story that was too good to be true. That's exactly what the Clintons have done.
0: Can you hold on a few minutes? Sure. All right, we're going to come back um, with more with, um, with Charles Ortell. I want I want to talk some more about this, and we'll squeeze in some more calls before the end of the show. We'll certainly, do our very best. To do that as well, the Clinton Foundation, and uh, remember, Mr. Ortell is investigating them, and, uh, and and I want to remind you that um, the Sunday Times of London describes Charles Ortell as quote one of the finest analysts of financial statements on the planet, end quote. It's uh, it's a huge story, and this whole issue of play for pay. You get to see the, uh, the Secretary of State as long as a contribution is made to the Clinton Foundation. That has been the accusation. And there was quite some chuckling the other day on, I forget which television show it was, but it was on one of the cable news networks about the things the king of Morocco paid $6 million for a phone call to Bill. And if I guess if I guess if you if you're accessing the power brokers, this is just staggering stuff. I know there'll be people who'll be thinking that Charles O'Tell is just a member of a huge right wing uh, cabal intent on bringing down the Clintons. I remind you again that the foundation is already on uh, on the watch list for problematic nonprofit organizations. The Sunlight Foundation, which is a U.S. government agency accused the Clinton Foundation of operating like a slush fund for the Clintons. We'll come back after this.